mom surviving life. Tough questions, real answers, awesome hacks. Hello and welcome to Mom Surviving Life. Today, Carla and I are going to be talking about self-care. I don't really feel like we're qualified to talk about this considering our first few years of motherhood, <laughs> but uh, we'll figure it out. As always, please subscribe to the podcast and please follow us on social media. All right. What is self-care? Self-care has been defined as the process of taking care of oneself with behaviors that promote health and active management of illness when it occurs. Individuals engage in some form of self-care daily with food choices, exercise, sleep, and dental care. Something that you need to be made aware of as a lot of moms, especially who are recently postpartum, is that you matter. You are not a bad mom for taking a shower. You are not a bad mom for going and getting some pampering. And it is okay to enjoy your time as a person separate from your baby. Self-care should fulfill each of one of these, in my opinion. Emotional. Practical. Physical. Mental social, and spiritual. To be honest, I was kind of hesitant to talk about this stuff, partly because I was terrible at self-care in my first year. I didn't have a choice, but... No, you had a choice. You didn't exercise that choice. No, like I didn't have a choice but to take care of myself because I was in such a bad spot when I had LA in the first place and then it just seemed like one thing after another. Fair point. (laughs) I mean, a big thing for me was literally just like going and showering every day. Like when my ex and I split, he just like walked out and it was like, there was no prep. There was no getting my ducks in a row. He was just like, I'm leaving. And it was like, okay, bye. Like, I can't force you to stay here if you don't want to be here. And there were days, and I mean days in a row, where I would not shower. And my mom would look at me and she's like, you need to go shower. And I would be so tired from teething or the girls or just I did not have the energy because I was just so upset with, like, life. I just didn't want to shower. No, and it's hard, right? Like you're exhausted. You just want to crawl into bed. The last thing you want to do is go shower. Showering for me became a way to fall asleep. So it made it easier. So when I was pregnant, I couldn't fall asleep unless I took a shower. And then after I had Ella, it stuck around. So ideally, if I don't shower before bed, I don't sleep. So I always at least get a shower (laughs) and Ella's always been a good sleeper. So I've been very lucky in that aspect, but I am not very good on the self-care front and I need to do more for me. So I'm going to talk about my first year because while we did our podcast episodes about it, I don't really feel like I did justice to the crap storm that I was in my first year. My pregnancy was basically a slow motion car crash. I knew C-section NICU was coming. Still doesn't prepare you for it. My ex and I were not in a good place. And looking back, that relationship was terrible. For both sides. Like, as much as he was not good for me, I was not good for him. I can admit that. It's true. But the burnout that I experienced in my first year of motherhood, because I did not take care of myself, like, by their first birthday, I literally was begging people to take my kids so I could just have five minutes alone. And it was like, my shower was like, my time to be alone. And not like, hey, my time to be alone. It was literally just like, no one is touching me. No one is talking to me. And it's quiet. And it's like, you don't realize how important that is until 
you don't have that option. Are you okay over there? Yeah. I was just letting you <laughs> get it out. I like knew this episode was coming today and I was like, <sighs> because as much as I need to talk about it, I don't want to talk about it because I feel like I failed. Like, my best friend right now is a nurse, and she has the hardest job. And we've both cried to each other about our job, like, me being a mom, which is a job, and her career as a nurse, and how hard it is, and how you just get up the next day, and you're like, it's, nothing is changing. Like, as much as my kids progressed and everything, nothing was changing for a long time for me. Like, I didn't have anything to look forward to, because there was no mommy groups, there was no one was coming to visit because you couldn't everyone was scared there was so much going on there is something deeply moving about talking to another person and just letting it out it's the reason talk therapy works true and like not gonna lie over christmas break when carla and i took a break like, we were so focused on, like, Christmas, and then it was New Year's, and it was, like, stuff was happening in January, and, like, literally there was a point where I was, like, I have not talked to you in, like, a week, and I'm, like, what is going on? Like, I feel like between Christmas and New Year's, we video chatted, and it was, like, so what's going on with you? Yeah, we did, and, well, it was just chaos, I feel, for both of us. You had chaos with possibility of COVID and everyone getting sick and then I just started to die over here and didn't know what was wrong so it was pure and utter chaos I was spending most of my days in bed and I felt horrible because Shane just had all of everything on his plate and I had no control over it because there was no way I could help he handled that like a champ though he did very much did and I feel like ever since then I've still been in a funk and I don't know what's going on yeah you've you've gotten through a lot in the last month and honestly as a mom like you're the first person to put your self-care on the back burner Every single one of us is guilty of it. If you sit here and tell me that you're not, I'm going to call bull on you right now. Because <laughs> no, I don't know how sure. many, I don't know how many moms are like, you need to do your self-care. But like I said, there's, you good over there? Yeah, I'll be good. I feel like this is, this is an episode we should be recording when we like get together in person so we could literally just sit there and cry. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we'd be recording it on your couch and Shane would be like awkwardly just sleeping in the corner <laughs> he'd be sleeping next to us yeah Shane would, just be the- <laughs> Shane would just be like we're sitting there having just a full-on cry session and Shane's just like <laughs> yeah he would let's because I don't even know how to breach this topic but let's talk about what we do for self-care because maybe that'll give some people some ideas and we'll come back to further explaining these self-cares that we listed because this episode's kind of all over the place but we're just bear with us (laughs) (laughs) we're trying not to just cry for an hour about (laughs) self-care yes so taking a bath while that may not be your thing, both Carla and I love this. Oh I love God, it. Yes. I love it because I just put a bath bomb in and I get some wine and I get my laptop with some Netflix or some Disney. I don't know. I put something on and I will just sit in the bath and relax and enjoy the time. I will like candles. I normally won't have like any show or anything on but I might just sit there and flip through stuff on my phone 
but my bathtub is tiny and hopefully one day I'll get a bigger bathtub. I also like going in hot tubs. So if anyone has a hot tub and wants to share. <laughs> or if there's someone that just wants to like gift us hot tubs, like we are definitely down for that. Yes, 100%. We will fully advertise for you. <laughs> we are now sponsored by Bubble Bubble Hot Tubs. <laughs> I would be so happy. This next one I put in and then realizing that we're talking about mom self-care and it's COVID, like, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, going to a friend's house. But seriously, we literally, literally during COVID, I went to one person's house over the course of a year. Just let that sink in for a minute. I did not leave my house for a year. I was on mat leave. I left one time to go to one person's house. It was the first night I was away from my kids and they were over a year old. And I went to my best friend's house. And it legitimately took planning, which I mean, as a mom, it is, but like I had to coordinate with her work schedule, my mom's work schedule. I had to make sure there was milk pumped for the girls. I had to coordinate with my cousin who lived in Toronto because he was picking up milk because we were in Hamilton. We had to like make sure that I wasn't going to get a ticket because I was in Hamilton and I was from London and my car was registered to the London area. Like there was so much logistical planning as well as like schedule planning that went into this trip but going go ahead go ahead no No, you go finish but going to your friend's house just getting out of the space that you've been in like this isn't even just like mom this is literally just like COVID talk being in the same space over and over and over again, day in, day out, like literally that is why people go insane in jail. Like it is psychological warfare on someone to keep them trapped somewhere for an extended period of time. And by going to someone else's house, like it's someone new to talk to and new surroundings and it's making your brain work again. I feel this one's super important. Shane doesn't see it the same way as I do. Um, We had plans to go to his friend's house this past weekend. Um, They both kind of bailed on each other. And I was like, I need to get out of the house. Like I work from home. I'm home all the time. Shane was going on nights for two weeks. So I'm home alone and can't do anything at night either. So like, it was a big deal that I wanted to get out of the house. It didn't happen. So when they bailed on each other, I was like, so once Ella goes to bed, I'm gonna leave. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going to leave the house. (laughs) And I ended up at the dollar store and I ended up at theirs and I just walked up and down every aisle looking at like every product (laughs) and yeah like getting out of the house is so important I also think Carla applied for a stock position at Zares because she knows exactly where everything is now (laughs) (laughs) I also think it's really good for our kids to get out of the house like your kids get like go crazy in the same atmosphere all the time. Like daycare is very scheduled. Like we go outside, we do this, we do that. When in their home, it's a lot harder to keep that kind of a schedule. And then they go crazy. And Ella is so good when we're like out and about or when people are over. So like, I kind of, put two different things in like going to friends houses and having people over. I know it's COVID. We stick to a very small-ish group of people that we see on a regular basis. It's for our own sanity. Um, We like having our nieces and nephews over. They love playing with Ella. Ella loves playing with them, gives her something new, and it gives us a break, especially over the holidays, it's insane. I don't know how 
single parents do it because Shane and I were tag teaming the whole holidays. <laughs> Vodka. Just kidding. Whiskey. <laughs> but it's a lot. Yeah, it's that's why I said it's like Groundhog Day. Like you're just doing the next day and then you're like, hey, I got through this day and then you have to do it again tomorrow. And you just you get into the cycle of I feel helpless and hopeless and I don't have anything to look forward to. Like pre-COVID and pre-COVID I was childless, but pre-COVID it was like, oh, we're going to go to the bar on Saturday or oh, we got baseball on this day and volleyball and I got to go to work and you know, oh, this person's coming into town. Like people traveled more and you got together with more people and, oh, we're doing a, you know, work luncheon. There was stuff going on. Now you work from home. You have your groceries delivered to your home. You order takeout and go back home. What is it that we're doing that is like, it boggles my mind that like more people are not like losing their minds. (laughs) For sure. Not good. So the next one on my list, which is ironic because I'll be honest, I'm literally muting myself, which I can still hear Carla, but I literally have my drumble going. I am doing my nails. I do my own acrylic nails. Thank you, COVID. I have learned how to finally do my nails and not <laughs> waste money in a salon. Um, I paid about $200. I have the acrylic powder I have the monomer I have you know my little pot that the nail techs have I have a brush I have a dremel nail drill I have nail polish I obsessively do my nails all the time now because I like doing them but I also get to like change the shape and the length and do this and do that it's actually kind of fun it is something you seem to really enjoy doing I do because I'm like, look, look, I'm getting better. Like, I'm very creative in not drawing sense, if that makes sense. I don't like to draw, <laughs> but I like to get creative in like knitting and crocheting and, you know, DIYing clothes. And I need to get back into that. But and doing my nails, like, that's kind of my DIY or like doing funky hairstyles on my kids. No, for sure. My next one is getting 10 hours of sleep a night. Um, I tend to go to bed at like 10 o'clock, if not before, and try and sleep till eight. Um, obviously during work days that doesn't work so well. Um, but I'm still getting more than eight hours of sleep, which is more than a lot of people can say. Um, and I feel like I need it, but at the same time, my body needs it right now more than anything. <laughs> I'm honestly going to give you a pass on this one just because you have health stuff going on. But if I get six hours of like an open sleep and my Fitbit gives me a score of like 78 or higher, I'm like, I got a good night's sleep. It can be like six hours. I'm like, I'm good to go. I like- feel like it's probably more like too much sleep sometimes, but. There's an elf meme from the movie Elf with Will Ferrell. And it's like, I got a full 40 minutes. And it's like what a twin mom feels like. And it's like, oh, I felt that. (laughs) Like there were times. And I feel like this is just like a multiple parent thing. And I'm not discounting twin moms. Like I feel you when people are like, I know what it's like to have twins. That's what I'm talking about. When you have two kids and one is up all night and then finally goes to sleep. And the other one wakes up and they're like, mommy, I slept all night. Let's play. And you're like, I'm so tired. Okay, we'll play. And you're so tired, but you have to be like, on. Yeah. That sucks. Especially as a single parent, because I can't be like, I was up with baby number one. You can deal with baby number two all day. I'm going to bed. Like, I don't have that option. For sure. My next one is organizing my stuff. I feel like some people hate me because I'm like, I swear I'm like OCD. Everything's color-coded and it has its place. And as much as sometimes I'm just a walking disaster, I'm pretty organized. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people that are like, how do you function? I'm like, uh, a little bit of OCD, a little bit of coffee, kind of balance each other out. <laughs> yeah. 
I wish I was as organized as you are. It took a long time to get here. Like my mom is pretty organized. I think I'm more organized than her, partly because I like learned all of her tricks and then did my own. And same with my grandma. Like I learned all of her tricks and added some of my own. But you find joy in it. Yes. When I look at a planner for the week and it's color coded, which like my planners are color coded. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, it just makes me happy because it looks pretty and functional. Jealous. I need to get back to that. I actually just bought a calendar for the fridge because Shane's always like, we're doing this this weekend. And it's like, no, we're not. We already have plans. So I'm just going to put it on the fridge and he can fill things in as he wishes. As long as there's not something else already there. And I'm pretty sure I'm penciled in for. Yes, you are. Next weekend. I'm so excited. Me too. It's a big trip. I'm going hopefully potentially by myself with the kids. Yay. Yes. Maybe we'll go to Colasantes if it's like nice weather. Yeah. That'll be fun. I have not done that in so long. Stupid COVID. Was it even open? I think so. I don't know. We'll look into that. We will. <laughs> so I also got a friend of mine sells a skincare line. Um, and she like pushed me to buy it, and it was like two hundred dollars. And like I was on mat leave, I was not making a lot of money. And she's like, "There's like a money back guarantee if it doesn't work. It works, and I have so much better." clear skin from it like you can attest to that because it looks so much better now like my skin was horrible postpartum I don't know what hormone imbalance was going on in my body but I mean I've gotten lazy because I'm working like crazy but it definitely boosted my confidence and made me feel not like a drug addict looking person (laughs) that is a horrible thing to say but we both laughed (laughs) I just I had such awful skin like, and I had like subdermal acne like it wasn't like a zit that you could pop like it was like under the first layer of skin it was so bad and it was red and it was bumpy like there was nothing that I could do to make that look good like there was no amount of makeup no. that I could put on my face to make it look good. No but your skin has gotten so much better. You talked about your grocery store but how many times have you gone to the grocery store like alone? Also, going to the grocery store post 8 o'clock at night, especially if your grocery store is open until 11, like the one I'm assuming you go to. I know exactly which one you're going to. Sometimes I go to that one, but uh, like the last time I went. Yeah, you're going for a drive and then you're going to a in Windsor. Yeah. Yeah. Going to the grocery store alone and low-key like close to close, especially if the grocery store is open like post 8 o'clock because like no one's grocery shopping at that time and you are so like by yourself. It's amazing. I have gone a lot by myself. Um, Either like I drop Ella off at daycare in the morning and go because I have like an hour before I start work or I go after she goes to bed. But it's so nice. Like you get the time to look at stuff, especially like the last one I felt Like, I was probably in the grocery store for, like, two hours. I think I got home, and Shane's like, where were you? And I'm like, honestly, the grocery store. (laughs) Um, Can we just for a second, before we move on from the grocery store thing, because I feel like this needs to be talked about. Back in one of our other episodes, we talked about Scoop. And Carla messaged me the other day, and I was so proud of her, and she was so proud of herself. I was so proud of myself. I did my first scoop yesterday. Yesterday. It was yesterday. <laughs> so just to refresh our listeners, scoop is the scanner's code of practice. If something in a store is mispriced, which means the price that it scans at is higher than the price listed on the shelf. If it's under $10, it's free. And if it's over $10, $10 is taken off the price. 
even if the price, even if the product is like $10.99, then it's 99 cents. Yes. I got a bag of like 10 peppers for free. The bin they were in said $4.99. They scanned up at $6.69, I think. I don't know. It was a weird number. And I was like, oh, like the bin those were in said $4.99. So they called, they called like their produce people. And yeah, they were like, yep, it's in the wrong bin. I'm like, so does that mean I get it for free? And she's like, yep. And I was like, sweet. Because I've always been scared to do it, like to ask for scoop. Not that I've really come across it much since we like since you taught me about it but I've always been worried that they would put up a fight if I brought it up and it was just so easy (laughs) so you got really lucky (laughs) honestly there are some cashiers that think that that scoop comes out of their paycheck first of all it comes out of the multi million dollar almost a billion multi-million dollar corporation that owns the freaking store okay does not come out of the cashier's paycheck she's not doing anything wrong by doing it you need to be assertive and put your foot down and say nope it's free those people at the grocery store they're like oh is it free no it legitimately is and you need to put your foot down and do that sometimes you have to go to customer service because those people are more experienced but (laughs) (laughs) i'm very proud that it worked so well at your first time because that gives you the confidence that next time it happens and they're like "Mm, no you're like "Mm, actually it is yeah (laughs) For sure. No, they were really, really good. I was very happy. It went so smoothly. Speaking of good deals, I got new makeup because my makeup brand, um, they do like a crazy sale around no, uh, Remembrance Day. And then you also get like 50% off on your birthday, which mine's in May. So I literally get makeup every six months. And I ended up getting like $200 worth of makeup. And like I got like 20 pieces of makeup between like brushes and lotion, like moisturizer and eye cream and, you know, eyebrow stuff and foundation, concealer and, you know, crazy bunch of stuff. And then I also got like $50 in like points credits for the company that I was ordering from. And on top of like the fact that I have clearer skin, like I now have like makeup that I feel makes my face look better and is not like the wrong color foundation and like my eyeliner is super easy to use and everyone who sees me put my eyeliner on is like what eyeliner is that I need that eyeliner and I'm like yeah it's literally three dollars like it's so cheap that is one thing I very rarely do you will very rarely catch me with makeup on unless I'm like going Going to to work going to work but even then I barely put makeup on (laughs) my next thing I do for self-care slash because um I have benefits and I have pretty good benefits I have dual so my husband and I both have benefits um and I use the crap out of them probably more than most people But I go for massage once a month and I go to the chiropractor once every three weeks. And although this is more maintenance for me, it's still a form of self-care. It's this falls under practical self-care. Yes. I love my massages. I can tell if I haven't had one in a while. I broke my lower back six years ago and massage seems to be the only thing that takes that specific pain away. So it is one thing that if I don't do on the regular, oh, I feel it. I can't believe it's been six years since I know that's why I like, I stopped and I was like, what? And it wasn't like you broke your back. It was literally like, it's been six years. Yeah. That's such a long time. Just a history to everybody else. I broke my back tobogganing. So it's that time of the year. Be careful on the hills 
and don't go if it's pure ice. <laughs> I actually, there was a news story in London, Ontario. I feel like this was uh, early winter of 2021, 2022. Someone, like, I feel like he either got he almost died or he did die. I cannot remember the story right now, but he was like a dad and a bodybuilder. And like, he was super fit and like in really good shape. And he just hit a bad spot on the hill. And that was it. It's crazy. I broke my back and my friend bruised her tailbone at the exact same run down the hill. Needless to say, we only went twice. The first time I don't know why we decided to go again. I think that was dumb on us, but we did. And I got myself off the hill, put myself in my car and went home until other things started happening and, and I needed a hospital, (laughs) but yeah, please be careful out there. Snow is not as soft and fluffy as you might think it is this next one is recent for me but it makes me feel so good I get up early and I go for a walk I get up at 5 a.m and I don't do this every day I do this quite frequently but not every day I get up at like five and I go and walk for a half hour on a treadmill and I just like have my tablet like plugged in and I'll like watch a show I just started watching Downton Abbey which I tried getting into Peaky Blinders. If someone can explain to me, like, besides the fact that it's full of, like, really good-looking men, what the draw to Peaky Blinders is, because, like, I just couldn't get into it. I think I need to, like, watch something else first. Literally, I'm at a point where, like, if it's not Coco Melon, I'm like, oh, thank God. Because I'm going to post a video of the girls. Coco Melon, Coco Melon. I'm like, no. Like getting up and walking on a treadmill like starts my day off in like a good funk. And when I don't do it, I'm just like, oh. Well, you and get I, like that movement and like you can clear your mind before your day even starts and just get ready for the day without anybody else around. Yes. And I would also like to stress that I also want to start working out and getting that aspect of it too like you have to remember that's literally my me time that's erica's time to do what erica wants because the kids are not awake so i get up early and i stay up late and then i get no sleep (laughs) yep but i'm happy i'm just tired which i deal with So my next one kind of goes along with my last one. Um, I go to the doctor and dentist regularly. Um, Apparently not regularly enough. um, Or we wouldn't have taken so long to figure out my gallbladder stuff. But I get like five or six cleanings a year at my dentist. So I make sure I go to all of those. And I love going. I used to hate the dentist. I got a new dentist and I love going for cleanings. It feels so good after. Um, I just, I try and take care of myself the best that I can in the circumstances that we live in. And luckily for me, a lot of those doctor and medical related things were never closed during COVID, which has been nice because I got to keep doing them throughout. And it was also like when I had first had Ella, I just brought her with me to all of these things. Um, So it helped her get out of the house too. But I like going to the doctors. I am a very I am normally a big advocate for uh, going to figure out what's wrong with you, except this last time. (laughs) I didn't want to go to the hospital. (laughs) I pushed it off for like two weeks. 
but that's just three separate people going on yeah three separate people are like hey carla you should probably go to the hospital carla's like no it's fine it's fine i can't eat i haven't eaten in five days but i'm fine yeah i'm fine i'm really dehydrated but i'm fine (laughs) you're muted can i talk about the snapchat of your pee yeah <laughs> just so everyone is aware when carla was finally in the hospital she sent me a snapshot of her pee which just so everyone knows like that doesn't bother me we've sent each other like the weirdest pictures so she literally was like my pee looks weird and i was like send me a picture <laughs> and as soon as i saw it i was like um what <laughs> like yeah. i was like you peed that and you didn't immediately go to the hospital when you saw that the first time no (laughs) this is what I mean when like stuff is going on you're like "Mm, yeah look I'm kind of (laughs) busy yeah and it wasn't even like it wasn't like yeah I'm busy it was more like well my dad's already in the hospital so we don't need two of us in the hospital Meanwhile, like that really meant I'm just going to end up in the hospital at some point anyway, because I'm not eating or drinking and, you know, not taking care of myself when something's gone wrong, which is normally not me. Normally I'm like at the hospital right away, but with COVID and everything, it's so much different right now. Like it's the last place you want to go, but it is what it is. I'm going to quickly get these last two done because the last one we kind of share I like to have my own space I still live with my parents it sucks because I feel like I am living in someone else's house and I have no space so I have created my own space within a room of the house that is mine and if I want to leave it messy my mother is not allowed to touch it she's not allowed to do with it whatever she wants it is my space it is my space alone and if she has a problem with it she either closes the door she closes the door (laughs) those are her options yeah. um I've also loved knitting and there is actually studies that say that knitting is good for your mental health anyone out there that's knitting I also like reading which I am so bad at reading a book it takes me like a year to read a book because I'm like bored with it and I'm like I just want to watch a show I think because I read so much at work all day every day like with my job I'm literally just emails and then data entry and then I'm doing x and then I'm doing y and it's just like oh my god by the time I get home I don't want to read a book I just want to put like mind-numbing television on and just veg agree I tend to do the mind-numbing television during my work day (laughs) I like the background noise And I tend to work a lot better when there's, like, background noise. But everybody's, like, and because I'm working from home, I can get away with it. When I went to the office today, I felt like I was, like, not doing anything because nothing was motivating me. (laughs) So the last one I have, I feel like, is a thousand percent both of us. Going for a drive kid-free and just jamming out or listening to a podcast. We both love the One Tree Hill podcast, which, by the way, I'm super behind on. Not even going to lie. I need to get caught up. <laughs> the Drama Queens podcast. Um, yes, I totally just plugged them because it's awesome. And anyone who grew up watching One Tree Hill, you'll understand. Anyone who uh, watched One Tree Hill at all. like I didn't grow up watching One Tree Hill. I was an OC kid. I thought Wonder Hill was stupid back in the day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> but One Tree Hill, I thought back in the day, I'm like, that's a dumb show. Now I watch the whole thing. And FYI, if you're going to binge One Tree Hill, don't do it in like four weeks because when they jump the shark like four times in a season and there's the whole like Haley as a Russian hooker thing. Sorry, spoiler, if you haven't seen it. It's been out for like 10 years, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
that and then like the end like the very end when they're like all at the basketball game like I bawled my eyes out wow at at the end of One Tree Hill I don't even remember the end now because I only watched it like when it actually happened and I've never went back and rewatched it so this is me rewatching it but I also feel like when I watched it then to watching it now, you're, you think about things differently, so much differently. And you're like, things that happened like from one week to the next, like we're only in season two of One Tree Hill. And so much has happened so fast. And I was like, I don't remember it happening that fast the first time around. Same with the OC. Shane and I were re-watching the OC because I was bored and had nothing to watch. And I also watched the OC. Growing up, I was like, as an adult watching it now, I am shocked my parents let me watch the OC because the stuff that happens in the OC is crazy. And the One Tree Hill, like One Tree Hill was like the calm version so I don't think my parents actually have ever seen the OC, nor do they really care. But like, I was, I thought that I was watching like a cool new show. Like to me, I was like, oh, it's like a teen drama. It's going to be like The Hills because I was a Hills kid with my Starbies. Yeah, I was one of those kids. My fake tan. Yeah. I was also at a Jersey Shore. <laughs> you can make fun of me now. Um, honestly, like, but that also too, just like tangent is also self-care. It's just like going back the nostalgia route. But like, yeah, the OC, rewatching that is like, I re- I watched it as a teen and then I rewatched it as like a early 20 something. And I was like, wow, this is like pretty intense. Also, 90210 was like. Yes. <laughs> I kind of want to go watch OG 90210, like Beverly Hills 90210 with like Tori Spelling and the original cast. Yes. I almost said Mario Lopez, but that's Saved by the Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they rebooted that one too. Yes, that's horrible. I I haven't seen it. But it's like having having a life outside of your kids does not make you a bad parent, just so we're aware. Not at all. And wanting that alone time without them does also not make you a bad parent. Okay, so let's go back because I feel like we're in a better headspace now because we're not crying. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's okay to cry. Um, so emotional self-care. This I chalk up to talk therapy, calling a friend, let your emotions out, drink a bottle of wine, watch the notebook, cry, eat the Ben and Jerry's, just have your little sad moment. I don't remember who said it, but it was like, it's okay to be sad. It's just not okay to be sad forever. And I'm like, it's so true. So true. Be sad. Just don't be sad forever. 100%. It's a good thing to, like, you can, like, really break that down and, like, run with that. (laughs) Well, if someone dies, like, you can't not be sad. Like, someone died. Like, it's sad. Also, like, dogs dying. I had this conversation at work. Dogs dying in, like, anything, like, in real life and in TV is so just emotional. Like, I yeah. feel like it's more emotional than a human death nine times out of ten when I watch a show. Nine times out of ten. There's still a few human yes. deaths that I'm like, mm. Yes, there is a lot. Like, they definitely play the sadness up when an animal dies versus a human. Yeah, never thought of it that way. Yes. The next one is practical self-care. And this is like, Carla is very big on practical self-care, like going to the doctor, going to the dentist. I also would put in here, getting your hair done, doing your nails, having a shower, brushing your teeth. Just kicked my desk. Cleaning your house. That's practical self-care. It's practical. Everyone should be doing these things. Okay, this is a problem. Physical self-care is like the next one. And I feel like going to the doctor is physical self-care as well, but like also practical. Uh (laughs) Like taking care of yourself, 
feel like physical self-care is like going for a walk yeah working out eating right like that's physical self-care it's like you're physically you're taking care of like your physical being (laughs) what did you do now I don't know but there's stuff all over my arm (laughs) and I don't know what it's from is it like ink it's like sticky like Ella's dinner (laughs) your Norwex cloths out they're all downstairs all right mental self-care this I definitely think therapy falls into I definitely think like and I would even go as far as saying like playing a video game is mental self-care like you need to work out your brain like you work out your body like journaling like brain dumping I would put that all under mental self-care yes mental self-care is so important because if you don't make time for your wellness you have to make time for your illness and I believe I said that to Carla when she was like I don't want to go to the hospital um <laughs> that's a horrible impression of you but it was like you're like I'm not going I'm like you're, you're gonna go <laughs> and like you said I then had to take care of my illness because if I took care of it faster, it would have been better. Maybe not better, but I'd be a little bit farther ahead than what I am now. Yes. Yes. Your mental health. If you had, like, I definitely had a mental breakdown in my kids first year with everything going on, but I had to move through it. And I feel like after having it, I'm like, oh, that's what that was. I didn't even really know what was going on at the time. And most people don't. Like you don't, most people don't realize when they are in a mental breakdown until they come out of it. And then they really break down what happened. The next one is social. Um, so this is like going to your friends, having friends over, um, calling a friend. Um, talking to your family, just really trying to be social, but being social in a COVID world is really hard. So, okay. So I need, I have a funny story for social mental health or social self-care. Literally I was at the grocery store and this was like, this was last year's lockdown where it was like, you can't buy anything. Like there was like aisles that were like closed in the grocery store and like the Dollarama. I still don't understand that, but keep going. (laughs) Nobody understood what that was about. But anyways, the social, there was like a really cute butcher at the one grocery store that I go to. And like, I legitimately, like after I walked away from an interaction I had with him, I was like, was he flirting or have I just like been at home long enough that I'm like, no, he was just talking to me and he was cute. Like I legitimately, like, I'm pretty sure it was, I texted you about it and I was like, oh, he was really cute. And you're like, was he flirting? And I'm like, I don't know. I've forgotten what that's like. (laughs) I do remember that. Oh, I have not seen him since, by the way. And I'm kind of upset about it. And I wanted to be like, where's the cute butcher go? You should. Hold on. Let me just stalk the guy that used to work here. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The next one is spiritual self-care. And like, some people, this is like going to church, but for other people, I feel like this is like trying to find answers to things. And sometimes you have to accept that the answer is there isn't one. Like part of my spiritual self-care is like, obviously things are not good between my ex and I, like we're in a legal battle to deal with custody and a few other things. But like, there are times where like, I can sit there with my friends and I'm like, why? Like, why is this this? And a, a lot of my friends are very supportive and just like, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you as to why X is X. It just is. And it's okay to be upset about it. I also feel like, I guess it's along the same line, like looking for answers that aren't the easiest to get, I guess. That's how I think of spiritual. I also think that meditation should fall under this category solely because I feel like meditating helps 
like meditating I find is like mental and spiritual and like a lot of things that you're going to come across is like one of the two of these and we're going to list these on our social media just so that you guys have an idea of what the heck we're talking about but I feel like with a lot of these it's so important to do at least one of these a week and if you fulfill more than one great sometimes you're you do self-care and you're like why? Now I just have more work to do. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> like how, how I feel right now. Like I look at my nails and I'm like, oh, they need to be painted. I'm tired and I don't want to paint them and it's late. Well, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Let's move on to our highs and lows. Yeah. She said Gus. Yeah. Like Gus. Gu- Gu- Grandma? Uh, Gus is uh, my sister's dog. Oh, I'm like, I'm thinking like Gus from Cinderella. Gus, Gus. That's why she named him Gus. <laughs> Bully named him that. All right. Are uh, you going first for highs and lows? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. My high this week, which when I was trying to put this in our show notes, I was like, well, I don't have a high this week. Like, hasn't been very good. Um, But that's not true. Ella and I were video chatting with my mom and my sister, which is a big form of self-care for me. I at least video chat with my sister once a day on a weekday. Um, if not more than that. So you're also twins and she lives in Manitoba. It's not like you're FaceTiming because you see each other as well. Like that is literally the only time you guys talk. Yes, 100%. But Ella said some new words tonight and I was very excited about it. So she said, grandma. And she said, auntie, like aunt E. <laughs> And it was so cute because we call everybody like uncle and auntie. So I've been trying to get Ella to say auntie for a long time. And now she says aunt T <laughs> and it's super cute. And then my sister has a dog named Gus and she also attempted it. Um, but it's exciting that she's trying new words. She also, every time hears my dad talk, says dada and I'm like papa (laughs) and it's hilarious she was doing it all the way home from daycare today because I called to check in on my parents and she just kept saying dada dada and I was like it's papa (laughs) so it was super cute and it did make me really happy however my lows are outweighing my highs in the last little while, I have been having a very crappy start to my 2022. I've been very blah and meh and like out of it. Okay, hold on. I just had to ask you to edit that sentence and you're like, blah, meh. You're also <laughs> in the <a> sentence. <laughs> yeah. Those are allowed to be in there, right? Yes, I just laugh because you can't say the one word that I told you not to say, but you're like, so you substituted it for a different word and then continued to use bleh and meh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. With all my gallbladder issues, I've been having to change my diet a lot. um, And it's left me very hungry and unsatisfied when it comes to food, which is not like me at all. Like I am a foodie through and through. And the only thing that's really been satisfying at all is sushi. Um, But I, one can't afford to have it all the time. And I've started making it, but it takes a lot of time. So it's been a process. Um, I also have really low energy. I'm tired all the time. I sleep a ton. Um, and 
through the past, I have a tendency to get depressed when I have medical issues going on. I get down on myself because I'm weird and get the weirdest medical conditions and abnormal things that happen. And it's just been one thing after another with no rhyme or reason. So it's been a little rough. And although having to get my gallbladder out isn't the weirdest thing that has ever happened to me, it's definitely up there when you do the research. And a lot of the times it's hereditary, but no one else in my family has it. And yeah, it's just one of those things that that was not what I was expecting when I had to go to the hospital. So as much as I like going to the doctors and taking care of myself, taking care of myself for an actual medical reason sucks. I don't know why I always have such an issue with it, but definitely one of those things that gets me super emotional every single time I would also like to say like this is a perfect example of female self-care you're like I go to the doctor like four times a year literally has the worst discolored urine ever can't eat heartburn feels like she's dying she's like it's fine it's totally fine it's gonna sort itself out This is, this is what we mean by we probably should not be talking about self-care, but we are. <laughs> we are because it needs to be talked about. It does need to be talked about. For that I exact mean, reason, because yeah. Carla doesn't do it. It's true. It's very true. I try, but I put everybody else first sometimes. And we're moms, so we all do. Yeah. <laughs> What are your highs and lows? I'm going to end on my high. Um, My low is my ex is super difficult. Like I said, he just, he's been pushing all my buttons and very frustrating because he's pushing those buttons and it's just mm, very hard to deal with sometimes. So I'm just trying to muddle through that. But on a good front, I love my new job. I feel like I'm doing well in it. I'm enjoying my coworkers. Even though we've had a few hiccups along the way, we like have sorted things out ourselves because we're not children and we're mature people that can be like, I have a problem. Here's my problem. Let's move forward. And it's like, oh, this is amazing. Because I have sometimes a bad habit of putting my foot in my mouth and as so do my coworkers. <laughs> so literally we'll have a conversation and it's like I need you to walk away right now because you're just making me upset and it's like we'll come back in two hours and it's like can we talk and it's like no I'm still upset okay I'll talk to you tomorrow okay then we come back tomorrow and it's like I'm not upset anymore it's like okay well I don't want to talk about it anymore okay (laughs) it's like well that works I would just like to point out how happy I am for you that you found a job that I like yes that you like that makes you happy that doesn't stress you out all the time because I mean there are points of my job that I'm stressed out about but like every single time I have like co-workers that are like it's fine this is not your fault you're new (laughs) like we all have jobs that stress us out at one point or another but you just seem so much happier in this job. Yeah, like my previous job, I, I, my heart wasn't in it. Like I liked it, but it wasn't, it wasn't the job. No, I knew you weren't going to stay there long. You just weren't happy. You hated going to work. I was just pushed to the side and like forgotten about. And that's not a good feeling. And what they did was not, in my opinion, a good response to their feelings. And unfortunately, you don't run a business with feelings. You run a business technically. And 
it was not run technically. It was run with feelings and rainbows. And I'm sorry, this is not a Nicholas Sparks movie. This is about money and running a company. And the fact that I was the only person that wanted to do that made me the outsider. And I was just kind of pushed aside. And I was like, well, I'm going to go where I can make more money and do more stuff. So bye. And in the end, it took a roundabout way to get there, but you found a way better job that fits you so much better and makes you so much happier. All right. Would you like to wrap us up? Yes. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. We appreciate all the support. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast. Jump over to our social media for all the links about all the stuff we've just talked about today. We want to hear from you. Send us a DM or an email. See you on the first.